7 o'clock on a Saturday night, and as usual, that means it's time for the other podcast. I'm your host, Robert Stacey McCain. And I'm not. Hello, folks. It's John Hogue, the other guy on the other podcast, and live and direct from exotic Valdosta, Georgia. Hi, Diana. Diana? Diana? I see you on the uh, board here, but I don't hear you. Bobs and sliding some faders. And uh, I, I'm not getting her. Uh, we do not hear you. We do not read you, although you show up on the magic board. Well, we do have one other voice to join us this evening, though. Hi, Wombat. Greetings, fellow humanoids. <laughs> yes, and uh, uh, you can find my good friend John Hogue's blogging at his site, Hoguewash. Com. Meanwhile, over at theothermccain.com, you can find Stacy's blogging. And speaking of your blogging, Stacy, you just got a post up on Ukraine. Yes, indeed. Uh, it has been, as I say, a, uh, a bad week in the Donbass. Um, uh, when you look at the map, the map, you know, it, if you're looking, if you're trying to understand what's going on in a war, you have to look at maps, okay? And you know, otherwise, all you get is noise. And what has happened is out uh, from the uh, city of Popasna. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Close enough. Uh, uh, we have a Russian speaker with us. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. Uh, Popasna, and they're, they're breaking out uh, toward the west and uh, threatening to cut off. Uh, they've already, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, cut off part of the communications. Hello? That's oh, a, that's a, go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm getting some kind of feedback. Yeah, now. well, there's all sorts of strangeness going on this evening. Okay, we'll our happening. signal is kind of crazy, and we can't hear uh, Diana, but uh, other than that, uh, anyways, the the road to Lysashanks, I think that's how it's pronounced, which, of course, leads across the river and through the woods uh, to Severodonetsk, which, uh, again, the, excuse the pronunciation. Uh, but anyways, they're, they're threatening to encircle the forces uh, holding Severodonetsk, which are simultaneously in a cauldron surrounded uh, on three sides by hostile Russian forces. Uh, so right now, things are looking very bad 
uh, for the Ukrainian forces in uh, the eastern uh, Donbas region. And, uh, and this is, you know, we're just uh, three weeks away, really, uh, from the uh, liberation of Kharkiv, which was such a, you know, uh, uh, a positive moment that there was a, a good mood. But well, you're going, to, you're going to see, uh, you know, now that the, the Russians have uh, basically fewer points of contact, they're, be, they're going to be able to uh, rely on one of the principles of warfare, which is mass. Yes. Uh, and even though they've uh, wasted a lot of their resources, they can now at least uh, put them in a smaller place, and they might actually be able to achieve some local victories. Yeah, well, it seems to me, as I, as I write on my blog, it seems to me that there must just simply, it must simply be the case uh, that Ukraine doesn't have any reserves that they can throw at this situation because otherwise this would have, you know, this kind of, uh, if you look at the map, again, I say this kind of salient in uh, um, uh, west of uh, Popasna um, just looks like a, a, a perfect opportunity uh, for a counterattack, and yet where's the counterattack? And that tells you that the uh, Rus that the um, uh, Ukrainians simply don't have enough force, uh, you know, to to mount such an attack. And well, they, the, 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 it's probably not enough force yet. You've got to remember they're rapidly expanding their forces. They've only had um, roughly three ninety days. Three, yeah. They only had roughly three months to put people through basic training. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, there, there's uh, the Ukrainians, you know, they, they're, they're doing very good in the information warfare uh, propaganda department, uh, but they're not being very transparent uh, about the size of their own forces. They talk a lot about how much uh, Russia has lost, but we don't know very much about the, uh, Ukrainian forces, and it, it looks which means like they're it, doing their job correctly. Yeah, yeah they're well, practicing. They're practicing good opsec on a strategic level. I mean, I'm sure that uh, with all the the open source intel people crawling around, um, that you know what, e even despite all that, you know, we're not seeing everything that's happening on on either side of the line. Um, and that's one one of the frustrating things about this war is that um, the Russians are 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 doing their usual good job of, of Moskirovka, you know, covering things up and um, you know obscuring the the true picture of what's going on, while the Ukrainians are doing exactly the same thing on on their side of the fence, with the result that nobody really knows what the hell is going on. I mean, we don't, uh, there, there's, there's wars and rumors of wars and, and we don't know if the Russians are falling apart or, or their logistics chain is breaking or what. And at the same time, we don't really have an accurate picture of, of the correlation of forces to use a, a favorite Russian yeah. phrase. Um, with the Ukrainians bringing in all these all these fabulous high tech weapons from NATO countries and elsewhere, and putting them in the hands of people who, ninety days ago, probably didn't know the butt from the muzzle on a, on an AK forty seven, much less how to how to use a, a modern anti tank missile. Well, mm -hmm. 
there's there's ah do i hear diana i hope so yes there she is oh, how are that's things, a relief how are things in beautiful valdosta georgia um well um let's see uh <laughs> Weird. Um, you know that we had we were discussing the sign theft the other day. The what? The political sign theft. Okay. Yes. It, uh, yes. It, the theft of signs. Yes. Right. Of political signs, uh, specifically for one lady who was running for District Three uh, school board. Her name is Erin Price. Her signs were being stolen. It turns out they were being stolen by her opponent. Aha. Uh -huh. Has he, he has, been prosecuted? He has been arrested and charged with, um, well, a lot of stuff. And uh, her husband came to the uh, GOP meeting to kind of say, okay, this is too weird for words. Uh, let me, this is what's happened. This is what's going on. And people are just sort of sitting there shaking their heads. Anyway, onward yeah. and upward because Ukraine. And this yeah. is much more fun than it ought to be. Yeah. Well, on the other hand, we've had some interesting politics this week. Oh, um, boy, have we. The, interesting, yes. Well, the Bush dynasty, well, a couple of political dynasties <laughs> had some changes. The Bush dynasty, <laughs> well, I, 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 my post was uh, Bush dynasty uh, requisite in pocket. Um, the uh, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton uh, is running for re-election, and he beat... Uh, George P. Bush uh, mm -hmm. for the uh, the GOP nomination for that race, but in an adjacent state, uh, another uh, dynasty started to get itself in gear. Sarah Huckabee Sanders won the uh, gubernatorial primary, running for governor in that state. So, mm -hmm. eh, you know, yeah, eighty three percent of the vote she got there. So that was wow. uh, in that primary. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Greitens so. didn't carry a single county, or? Mm -mm. No, he didn't. Not even his wow. own. No, I know, no, I was looking at that. Washburn was her opponent. Uh, Grayton, where, where's Greitens at? Is he in, uh, up in Missouri, am I That's thinking? That's Kansas you're thinking of. Not oh, really? Well, all those square states that I don't live in look the same to me, Stacey. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, 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 lived, I lived for a decade uh, one summer in Kansas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. You talked. You've talked about the lightning storms and how beautiful they were. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know, somebody, yes, you know, the, ex you know the expression season. "flatter than a pancake." Somebody Describes using, Kansas. Somebody, no, somebody using a later laser interferometer measured a bunch of pancakes from you know with the ripples in them because uh, you know <laughs> they're not a completely smooth surface and compared that to. Uh, uh, the the uh, topographic maps of Kansas, and it is. <laughs> well, I don't know. Having having been to Fort Riley for for my last annual training in the reserve some years ago, uh, I'm willing to willing to testify that a good part of it, at least in the eastern part, is is well, near a lot river, of rolling hills. Yeah, near the rivers like uh, the, the Fort Riley. Yes, you've got some some valleys and that sort of stuff. But on the mm -hmm. average. You know, the, the land rises from Missouri to uh, Colorado uh, 2,000 feet, mm -hmm. but it does it with great smoothness. Uh -huh. uh, anyway, but, okay. but there were there were other other interesting things uh, in the week that related to uh, political campaigns. Uh, that would be <laughs> the, the campaign of the devious Hillary Clinton, which gave me a chance to dust off an old Doonesbury line 
uh, from the Watergate era. Guilty, guilty, guilty. 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 Yes, <laughs> that's Megaphone that so Mark, fun. as you, mm-hmm. you may remember him from the uh, Doonesbury uh, thing, who was uh, like the, the, the real radical. He was uh, uh, modeled after a, a, a certain member of the SDS who ended up in the weather underground. But anyways, yes, uh, John Durham has already won was the mm-hmm. uh, lead of my, when you're going, by the way, when you're starting a column, you know, start, write strong sentences. That's, mm-hmm. You know, when, if, I, if I could teach any one thing to uh, aspiring journalists, it would be write strong sentences. And insist, and insist on a good headline from you. Right yeah, so, and for not, pity's sake, no passive sentences, no passive voice. Yes, yes. John Durham has already won. Regardless of how the Michael Sussman trial ends, the special counsel has proven through evidence and testimony that the person responsible for the Russian collusion smear against Donald Trump was none other than Hillary Clinton. The federal jury hearing the case against Sussman, a lawyer who represented Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign, may eventually acquit him. He is charged with lying to the FBI by saying he was not acting on behalf of Clinton when he tried to get the Bureau interested in bogus claims that Trump had a secret connection to Russia's Alpha Bank. This is a very narrow and specific accusation, and the jury could find Sussman's defense against that charge credible. Whatever the trial's outcome in regard to Sussman's guilt or innocence, however, Durham's prosecution has already shown in court that the claims about Alpha Bank were part of an effort to establish a narrative of secret connections between Trump and Russia and that Hillary herself approved the campaign's plan to leak this to the media. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, have you got something that might be rubbing on your microphone? Uh, Do I? Diana? Oh, Diana. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> You're rubbing I'm sorry. The, the, the cat no. has the, done the, it again. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I the cat. No, it's a story. Xander adores uh, the microphone. I do not know why, possibly because I'm speaking into it. I thought that I had him um, rubbing on my hand, but I guess he was hitting the microphone well, there again. It is. Yeah, well, you know, there, there, well, we, we have to put up with. Yeah, I mean, I, yes, we, I mean, I, I, you know, uh, as long as he's not going to ask for union dues. He's OK, well, well, but, but, anyway, but no, here's to the return thing to the topic to return well, to the topic. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, uh, yeah, I believe you're correct that uh, Durham has proved his case. Mm-hmm. I also believe Sussman's going to walk. Yeah, it's. Have you looked at the uh, issues? They can't even kick uh, obviously prejudiced jurors off, and it is in D.C. It, the fix is in. Sussman's going to walk. But the point. The point is that we have on the record. We have Robbie Mook. Mm-hmm. We have Baker. We have. Gosh, we have everybody saying, yeah, well, you know, Hillary said it was okay. Well, well, I just wanted to get ahead of the news this week Mm -hmm. by declaring that Robbie Mook did did not not commit suicide. 
<laughs> Yet. <laughs> but the, 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 and, and, and Epstein could not be reached for comedy. Yeah. Well, but hey, you know, hey, what's the joke? Seven stabbed seventeen times in the back. Worst <laughs> case of suicide you ever did see. Yeah. Yeah, we joke about that, but now that uh, that Mook has flipped on her. I think I, I think Hillary's going to find a distinct shortage of willing hatchet men going forward, and um, uh, maybe I'm being overly optimistic. It's here. the Democratic Party; <laughs> the, the, the hatchet men are uh, are a dime a dozen. Over well, there. Uh, hatchet men, yes, competent hatchet men is, oh. is another well, is another true. matter. So they, they, may even, they may not even care if the, if the if it's a competent job. True. At this point. True. The, you know. But uh, no, you know, you well, got, yeah, because Epstein's suicide was, um, well, I'm sorry, I've seen the autopsy and no, he did not commit suicide. Well, you know, the, 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 the thing is, you've got people who uh, donated to the uh, Clinton campaign on the jury. You've got mm -hmm. uh, uh, a woman whose daughter plays on the same soccer team as Sussman's daughter. Good yeah. God. That uh, should never have got through. Uh, and, and, and so it goes. But, you know, uh, you've got to understand what's going on here. Um, the Constitution requires that crime, federal crime trials be in the district where the crime was committed. And Correct. he lied to the FBI in the FBI building. So the proper venue for the trial is D.C., You'll also notice that the Russian guy, I can't think of his name, who's been also been indicted, uh, who is one of the sources for the Steele uh, uh, dossier, uh, did some of his dirty work in Arlington. And he's been, and so since that gives them a choice of venue, that trial is going to be held in the Eastern District of Virginia. Okay. Will that help? Or yes, it is the fix still in? Well, it it depends on where in the Eastern District of Virginia. Mm. I think right for for the time being, it's in a court in Arlington. But you've got a you've got a much higher chance of getting uh, responsible people on a Northern Virginia jury than you do in D.C. I would have to agree with that. So okay. you know they 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 were they were thinking about how this is going to play, and I, I'll I will guarantee that. None of the other indictments that might come down will go down in D.C. unless that's the only possible venue. Mm, you know, okay. if somebody did said one th said or did one thing out across the line, even in Maryland, <laughs> they're coming here. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I mean, you know, it's it, it no it, it that that that's what's going on. Meanwhile, I'm going to burst into one toe over the line if I'm not careful. Okay. Yeah. Me well, one uh, uh, one other thing that has happened though in the past week uh, is uh, a uh, a really atrocious crime that showed you uh, why you shouldn't rely on the police to protect you, and also shows you, know, you just how uh, how mentally off-center a particular deranged Greengex politician is. Yeah, I was, I was going to nominate uh, Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke as the crazy person, uh, you know, crazy people are dangerous uh, segment this week. Uh, you mean Beto, right? Yeah. Robert Blotto. Francis, Blotto. Yeah. 
Blotto, yeah. Baytex. Robert Francis O'Rourke. <laughs> yes. Um, He's a green gex. No, noted, Lati- noted Latinx uh, politician. Yeah, yes. Yes, right. Well, anyways. Well, he's a green gex. My head. You know, that's almost this. impossible to say in Spanish. Yes, it is. And uh, <laughs> I, I hate it. As a, as a Latino myself, I abs- it, it just fills me with rage every time I see it on the internet. Because it I, should. I, it should. I, I, am I, I just want to grab people and shake them and say, there is no X ending in Spanish, you. There can't be. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Homophobic slur. <laughs> the words you're looking for. <laughs> I, I was. I. I actually have a have a have a few choice phrases in Spanish that fit even better. But uh, yeah. yeah. But yes. Yeah, so okay. So let us be polite. <laughs> uh, uh, a seminar in, in uh, headline writing uh, I've conducted this week. Uh, mm-hmm. deranged lunatic who loudly disrupted public meeting in Texas turns out to be fringe candidate for governor. And I, 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 was, I, 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 I really worked on that headline. I, I want you to know. It is a uh, brilliant but, headline. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because this, I, I'm sitting there and, and by the way, I had my TV on CNN this week and they were, mm. they were, Showing this uh, press conference live uh, from Texas, mm. you know, and I and I, you know it's it, and my my TV in my office, as I've said before, sits slightly behind my right ear, so it's not my direct line of vision uh, when I'm when I'm watching, <coughs> uh, you know, while I'm working <coughs> at my desk, but it's it's back there and it's usually turned down low enough to where I can kind of hear it, but it doesn't distract me. So I'm, you know, kind of, you know, kind of half paying attention to this press conference going on when suddenly I hear this interruption. And, and, and oh my God. Uh, Texas gubernatorial hopeful, and I'm reading this ver- version from uh, Breitbart.com. Uh, Texas gubernatorial hopeful Robert Francis Beto O'Rourke, Democrat, took the opportunity to inject himself during Governor Greg Abbott's Wednesday press conference covering the Robb Elementary mass shooting in Uvalde. Uh, Beto appears to wait until the governor's remarks are complete before he stands in front of the stage to interrupt Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick's uh, presentation. Uh, Patrick attempts to shut down the Democratic Party candidate for governor, saying, excuse me, you're out of line and an embarrassment. Anyways, and so this shouting match starts going on, and you hear the mayor of Uvalde, by the way, the mayor of Uvalde, says, he needs to get his ass out of here. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Please leave the auditorium. And then he's overheard saying, I can't believe you are sick son of a bitch that would come to an event like this to make political issues. And I'm just like, and, and, uh, and, uh, and O'Rourke points a finger at Abbott. Yeah, says, right. Says, it's on you. And the mayor of Uvalde, a really feisty fellow down there, they've got as their mayor, <laughs> says, it's on assholes like you. Why don't you get out of here? <laughs> anyway, and, and, uh, I, I, I can imagine, 
I mean, it was just an embarrassing thing. But as I oh, said, November was. is probably going to be one of the worst beatings the Democrats have ever experienced. And O'Rourke, who couldn't win a statewide <laughs> race in Texas, even in the high tide year of 2018, is going to get smashed flatter than an armadillo <laughs> trying to cross I-10 in rush hour. Wheel's going to crush him and beat him like the family mule. Oh, yeah. No question in my mind. A rented mule. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I tell you what, that, this guy is so out of touch with Texas. But you see, the thing is, is that Democrats keep doing this thing of, of pretending that they're... Who was that woman? Wendy Davis. Wendy Davis. Thank you very much. Abortion Thank Barbie. Abortion Barbie. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. From 2014 that they ran, I guess she was running against... Abbott. She was running against Abbott. Yeah, yeah. she was running Abbott for was... governor. And, and oh, all the progressive blogs were doing these fundraisers. Swooning. She was record, you know, it was being reported, record fundraising, and she was getting national coverage. She was interviewed on MSNBC, and she got stalked flat. I mean, yep. beat like a drum. And that's exactly what needs to happen to Beto O'Rourke because what it is is their national money has this idea that they're going to, that Texas is purple. And I, I, no. I got really <laughs> fired up about this in 2020. Well, well Texas, watching, Texas, Texas used to, used to have incredibly blue counties. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's because they were predominantly Hispanic. And uh, the problem is the Democrats have pissed off all the Latino mm -hmm. and Latinas in those counties, and uh, they don't they don't want to vote for somebody who's going to call them a Latinx. They don't want no. to vote for somebody who's uh, <laughs> going to take away uh, their uh, uh, firearms. They don't want to mm -hmm. vote for somebody that uh, I mean. These, these these are these are not your pro-abortion voters. These are uh -uh. Uh, and they don't Catholic. want their kids taught that um, that uh, gender being nonsense. a girl or, or a boy is a choice. And they're not going to vote for a furry. Plus, oh, uh, uh, and, and as and as if all of that wasn't enough, um, in catering to the uh, to the laptop class, which believes mm -hmm. that. Uh, that there should be no such thing as illegal immigration. They're all <laughs> they're all worthy. They should all come take part of the uh, take part of our magic dirt and become Americans. Um, they're overrunning the illegals By are the way, overrunning. You threw a, in a Steve Saylor reference there. Yes, the magic dirt. Well, it's uh, Vox Day is pretty fond of the phrase too, and yeah. I, that's mm -hmm. where I saw it most recently. Anyway. Um, you know, a lot of these Latinos that live in the border counties, they're not happy with the fact that you've got all these uh, uh, Guatemalans, Nicaraguans, Salvadorans, you know, Nigerians, uh, and, and Lord Haitians. knows, Haitians, yeah, Cubans now, uh, flooding across the border and trashing their farms and ranches and, mm -hmm. and small towns. And they're, they're sick and tired of hearing Kamala Harris come you know come to El Paso once in the last two years, mouth a bunch of word salad platitudes and walk away like there's no problem. And they know mm -hmm. there's a problem. They can't get their own um, 
they they can't get their their own the president they elected to do anything about it and mm-hmm. it's no wonder they're turning republican well and, and there's oh one God, well, there's one, one more statistics that that is hurting them what percentage of the border patrol do you think are hispanics lots something like 60 percent yeah uh, by the way, I, I you mentioned Vox Day. That's true Day. even on the northern border, by the way. Yep. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Vox Day. His blog is currently shut down for uh, terms of service violation. You know, yeah, right. he, he's, he's been on Blogger this whole time. and uh, He's moved off of that. If you, if you take a look at the... What uh, is his new... At the links I've been using, he's got mm-hmm. his own domain. That, oh, that he's okay. been using. Yeah, I think it's voxday.net, but I would I would have to look at yesterday's link post to, to be oh, sure okay. of that. Well, I, I will I will look at that because yeah, he got suspended. You know, Blogger mm-hmm. is owned by Google, and mm-hmm. Google is run by twenty six year old non binary whatever with blue hair, way homophobic too many piercings, gender queer other kin. Yes, yeah. but, uh, but, but, they, but they've got really nice purple hair. Uh, but no, it's a warning don't. sign. It's a warning sign. The only person I know with weirdly colored hair like that that is not a complete freakazoid is is Senator Shoshana Weissman on the Sloth <laughs> Committee. She is the only person I know who deliberately colors her hair like that, who doesn't, who isn't nuttier than a box of fruitcakes. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, speaking of um, West. Then a hundred percent there. Uh, yeah. The gun lobby, the assault weapons, common sense, oh, gun laws, and Kate. what uh, the president was telling us about. Stacy, oh roll my God, we are back to a Uvalde-related um, yep item. Joe Biden gave a speech this week from the White House, from the Roosevelt Room of the White House, by the way, and. My headline was the gun lobby, assault weapons, common sense gun laws, and other things Joe Biden keeps lying about. <laughs> and I lead with a box quote from uh, our, our, our president. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? When in God's name will we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done? The gun manufacturers have spent two decades aggressively marketing assault weapons, which make them the most and largest profit. For God's sakes, we have to have the courage to stand up to the industry. Yeah. Stacy, <laughs> Stacy, where, where do I get one of these assault weapons? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Well, well, if, if you, uh, there is a mythical thing that Democrats call an assault weapon. There is mm-hmm. a real thing that you and I used to carry for a living, Wombat, called yep. an assault rifle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, it, uh, we're we both of the vintage, vintage where we got M16s rather than M4s. But right. we had, uh, we definitely, you and I personally have experience with the uh, care Select feeding, and in fire. my case, uh, per, uh, uh, ex- extreme use of assault rifles. I, I remember having taken care of a room full of those things, about 200 of them, for a couple of years. And I never once saw them jump out of the rack and, and attack somebody. I, well, yes. they, I, were, they were quite peaceable. Yes. <laughs> now, I, they, they are based on a rifle called the AR-15, 
Yeah. They, are, they are machine gun versions of those. And mm -hmm. uh, it, in order to get a machine gun in the United States now, you have to uh, get something that is in the uh, National Firearms Act registry, which was closed for machine guns in 1986. So there haven't been any more added since 1986. So they're extremely expensive because of their rarity. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, uh, you have to go through a background check that typically takes nine months. Then you have to get a two hundred dollar tax stamp, and the paperwork is horrendous. I have the the fellow, my friend that I was telling you about, who has the rising gun, mm -hmm. and a, and a couple of other things which uh, we don't need to discuss the details of. Um, he has at home sitting on his gun safe, which contains the automatic weapons in question, a mm -hmm. three ring binder. Huh. It's a three inch three ring binder. And the binder contains all of the required paperwork that he had to fill out to go through the background investigation, get the tax stamp for the weapons, bills of sale, and other required paperwork that he had to submit to the ATF to get these. And he told me on one occasion, you know, Kevin, if I weren't a senior network engineer pulling down about a quarter mil a year, I couldn't have afforded to do this. Well, yeah, I mean, it's look, on the other hand, like I said, uh, the AR-15 that's available for commercial sale in the United States is a semi-automatic rifle, just like my great-grandfather's Remington Model 8 that he bought in the early 1920s. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Uh, and by the way, it's a less, most of them are, uh, use a less powerful cartridge. The 5.56 mm -hmm. NATO cartridge is not nearly as powerful. It's a Barbie as gun. Well, but it's it's not as it's not nearly as powerful as my great grandfather's thirty five Remington. But, uh, uh, and but, in fact, in a lot of states, um, I remember Minnesota was one of them, if if I recall correctly. There's a lot of states where you're not you're not allowed to use the AR fifteen for deer hunting. No, because well, it just doesn't have the punch. Well, it depends mm -hmm. on the AR fifteen. My AR-15. The, the standard, the standard yeah. one that fires 22 longer, 5.56 NATO. Right. But, but, you, but no it, deer hunting with those. Well, but you see, no. uh, about 30 years ago, uh, I had moved here from out west, and I was hunting in a deeply wooded area, longest shot, maybe 60, 70 yards. And a 270 Winchester or a 30-06 was just overkill. And the only other thing I had that was appropriate, sort of kind of, was a forty-five seventy, which is not the most comfortable gun in the world to fire. So I decided I'm going to. So I decided no. I'm, look, I'm hunting in the I'm hunting in the mid-Atlantic states in the woods. I'm going to go get a thirty-thirty. So I went to the gun show to get a thirty-thirty, and at that time, Cole had come out with a version of the AR-15 called the Sporter, which was chambered in seven point six two by thirty-nine, which is roughly the same power as a thirty-thirty, and that was before the any of the bans or anything, they weren't a big deal and they were a drug on the market. So I was able to buy it for less than a Winchester Model 94 or a, mm -hmm. a Marlin 336. So I hunt deer with an AR-15. So for the mm -hmm. record, I have an AR-15, but I haven't shot a human being uh, since I quit working for the government full-time over mm -hmm. 50 years ago. But how can um, that be? The AR-15 is evil. evil. I mean, I've got a what would Stoner do 2020, and um, I, while I love it, um, hey, I'm I'm five foot three. Give me a break, okay? Um, 
and I'm a girl. I need something light. Anyway, but there's no it, shame in that. There's a famous picture of uh, science fiction author and uh, major gun collector Michael Williamson. The, his, his little, the little pink uh, Hello Kitty one he did for his daughter. Yeah, Morgan Isn't that Sanders. Sweet? Yes, I, I, yeah. I published that. I published that picture quite often. Uh, yeah. But the uh, but the other thing is also for the record, I should point out that the last human being I shot, I used a Model 1911 uh, pistol. Mm. So you know, I've actually never, even though I, I used to carry one for a living, I've never actually even shot at a human being with one. Mm. <laughs> Well, I wish I had something else. Yeah, here's hoping that the necessity never arises. Well, you okay. know, I, I, look, I, I'm the survivor of three gunfights, and I have no interest in ever being in a fourth. Yeah. But if I do, I want to win that one, too. Well, good the, idea. the point I was making about what Joe Biden said is... is or what that, his handlers wanted him to say, probably it's more accurately. It's a lie. <laughs> Is that well? Every, every word he says is a lie, including mm -hmm. and, and and the. the. But but you mm -hmm. know there is an alternative to that, and that is the blogosphere, and people should be supporting that. For example, uh, Stacy, you've done a great service writing that blog post, and people should support you. Tell them about mm -hmm. the yellow button. Yes, we have reached the shameless capitalism part of the podcast, uh, at, at which I tell you that if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, you will notice near the top of the center column a yellow button with the word donate. If you will click the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal account <coughs> where you can donate dollars, euros, pesos, yen, uh, well, we used to take rubles, but we don't take rubles anymore. But anyways, we, we take whatever currency you have at paypal.com. And by clicking the yellow button, you can help support my blog, the podcast, and of course, keep my wife happy because she likes it when I make money and keeping my wife happy is job number one. Meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hogue's blog, hoguash.com. There is in the sidebar an icon of a tip jar. Clip on, click on that and be taken away to the uh, WJJ Hogue PayPal account, and you can help support Hoguash or this podcast. And uh, there are other ways to support uh, the blog there. You can click on the uh, link to the Hoguash store. It looks like a hat. Uh, with something related to the blog uh, printed on it, and you can buy all sorts of other things at that Hogwash store. I can uh, personally testify that the Johnny At Sign coffee mug is a mighty mug and well worthy of your time and money. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, we have a fan here. And um, you can also then uh, uh, click on the uh, shopping links to Amazon that you find lurking about Hogwash and the other McCain. That's a nice way to be supportive of us and you can at hogwash also uh just i take stuff if you want to mail it to me that's fine you can find the mailing address on the link in the uh, uh dmca contact information so that's my home address just send me some money that's fine too regardless of how you choose to support us please remember the five most important words in the english language hit the hit freaking, the freaking tip, tip, jar. tip jar amen and yeah, you, you know 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, no, I was just going to say that, you know, we've been talking about uh, the usual suspects after uh, the uh, Uvalde thing, uh, but, you know, they always peddle the usual narrative. Yes. And um, I had a couple of exchanges on Twitter. Uh, one uh, was with a guy who was saying, that, you know, Texas allows uh, uh, people to uh, have a, carry a gun just about any place they want to, yada, yada, yada. Didn't stop kids from being gunned down. And I said, well, the school's a gun-free zone. Mm -hmm. uh, and an exception to most of Texas, do you think the shooter might have picked it because of that exception? And who is it exactly that's responsible for the passage of the original federal law mandating schools as gun-free zones. Joe that Biden. Joe yes. Biden. Joe yes. Biden. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, the irony factor has has been uh, turned up to 11 on Twitter. It's over 9,000. Yeah, 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 the, yeah the, uh, the irony meter is off the chart because guess who decided to weigh in on the Uvalde shooting? Well, lots of people, but I mean, this... Well, on but, but, Twitter... I'm well, this other guy that I was dealing with on Twitter was saying, well, didn't the Texas shooter have to go through armed security? It turns out no, he didn't. Dead. Evidently, I, he entered unimpeded. But I responded that, well, perhaps that uh, shows how good perimeter security is in gun-free zones sometimes. Mm -hmm. The other thing that, uh, you know, it, it's just... It... it, it uh, they're more trouble than they're worth. And uh, <laughs> over 90% of the shootings in the last 20 years uh, since Joe Biden got that law through have uh, been in gun-free zones. Yeah. Well, uh, by the way, uh, a late entry into the, uh, into the uh, <laughs> stupidest tweet of the year uh, uh, contest, which, by the way, has been hot and heavy. Uh, Occasional cortex. Yeah, well, uh, well, Taylor Lawrence has been oh, burning Lord. it up out there, you know. Oh, but, but anyways, here's the quote. Let me quote the tweet. Remember, gun control reform means you can still buy a gun unless you know you shouldn't have one for some reason that protects the public safety. And the author of that quote was, guess, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Oh my God in heaven! Oh, oh yeah. Self owned of the week. One response I saw. One response was oh to this was: Did Alec Baldwin forget he's Alec Baldwin when he wrote this? And another person said, "Guns don't kill people. Alec, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin kills, kills people. people." Yeah. So, so I mean. I mean, liberals, they have just got this lack of self-awareness. Wow. Walk into the buzzsaw, uh, you know. But at least they're not members of the right-wing paramilitary. Aha. Boy. Oh, this got me going today, folks. The, the, the paramilitary wing of the American right. A phrase from uh, New York Times columnist Michelle Goldberg, who lives in Brooklyn, and I doubt she With has cats? ever actually spoken to any member of the quote-unquote American right. <sighs> but I, this column is just completely unhinged. She starts out talking about the uh, Uvalde shooting and mm. ends up talking about the insurrection, 
of um, January 6, 2021, you know, and, and, um, and she You gets... can tell it wasn't an insurrection. Nobody died who wasn't um, unar- an unarmed uh, woman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and... and Actually, and... the only insurrection that we've had any evidence of, uh, mm. in, uh, Durham put the information out on public domain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, since she said the more America, America is besieged by senseless violence, the more the paramilitary wing of the American right is strengthened. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and, and I pointed out that she lives in a, well, kind of a, a, an exclusive neighborhood of, of, of Brooklyn. I, I'll just put it to you that way. But it's, it happens to be the neighborhood where Winston Churchill's mother was born. Jenny Randolph, yeah. Yeah, and I said uh, Jenny Jerome Randolph, yeah. Anyway, so Randolph, residents yeah. of the Cobble Hill neighborhood in Brooklyn forced to rely on the New York Times to tell them what's happening out in the provinces <laughs> can be forgiven that the for thinking latter-day stormtroopers, and I use the German phrase, which I can't pronounce, uh, have taken... Sturmarbeitling. 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 Okay. All right. Sturmbeitling. There will be a test, Nick. There will be a test after the after the podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can be forgiven for thinking latter day stormtroopers have taken over vast swaths of America. After all, <laughs> didn't that dangerous extremist Glenn Youngkin get elected governor of Virginia? He wears and- sweater vests. Right, 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 right. Just like all the other fascists. Yeah. And, and I, I boiled down Michelle's quote-unquote argument, because it seems wrong to dignify it by calling it an argument. I boil her argument down to a syllogism. A, guns are bad, and B, Republicans are evil, therefore C, vote Democrat. And that's really all. <laughs> and, and by the way, that's also every feminist argument, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, men uh, are bad. Republicans are evil. Vote Democrat. Yes. Right, right, but where, but right. where did, where did she pub- get published? Huh? Where was this published? The New oh, York it, times. Right. Oh no, and, this was in the Atlantic. Wasn't it? No, it was in the New York times. Oh, okay. Uh, one could be forgiven for, for having a hard time telling the difference. Anyway, so but, 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 but perhaps this suggests to us that the motto on the masthead of the New York Times needs to change to all the news that fits, we print. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's, just, it, it's just, you know, as I was saying about the... Um, uh, you know, what, what Biden was saying is that he's just getting so much wrong uh, mm-hmm. in, in, in what they're saying about, you know, the belief, you know, that, oh, we've had this terrible increase in, in school shootings. Oh, they're, they're frequently happening. No, they're not, ma'am. They're not, at least not the kind of thing. There is no trend. Okay, that mm-hmm. that shows that this is increasing, just like there is no trend of right wing white supremacy terrorism that well, they keep talking about. These what they're doing, what the what is 
being done is, first of all, this what I call the atrocity narrative. In a nation of 325 million people, you can always find a half dozen examples of anything, including mm -hmm. people getting arrested for having sex with dogs. Is there a dog sex crisis? In America, no, there's not. But I could, I, if if you let me have the front page of the New York Times to do stories about it, if I could mm -hmm. get CNN to hourly cover every dog sex arrest in America, well, you might think that that, that your pooch was on the, uh, uh, you know, in danger of being raped by some mad uh, dog raper. And and see, and, but these school shootings, okay. They happen, okay? We They're mm. bad that it's happened. But in, in the statistical sense of, of homicide, of which we mm. have about 20,000 a year in America, uh, it's a drop in the bucket. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not even 1%. Well, and more people were killed last year with blunt instruments like baseball bats and wrenches mm -hmm. than were shot with rifles. Right, and not only that, but... Five times as many people died from drug overdoses as mm -hmm. died from gunshots. And they, but the thing is, is and they tell these just amazingly bizarre lies mm -hmm. to support what they're trying to peddle. I mean, one of the things uh, that came out of one, part of one of Biden's things in the last recently is the the idea that well, you can't buy cannons. Well, as a matter of fact, you can. <laughs> and there, they, you it's the same background check uh, and tax stamp is for a machine gun, except it's called a destructive device. Mm -hmm. And the registry isn't closed. You can buy a new one. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, it, it, you know, if somebody said, well, you, you can't buy tanks. Yes, you can. You can buy an M1 Abrams tank if you find some willing to sell it. Now, you do mm -hmm. have to get a destructive device uh, sticker for the cannon, a tax stamp for the cannon, and you'd have to replace the two, make sure the two machine guns were old and replace them with old ones that are from the registry, although you can you could get those. Uh, the only problem you'd have here in Maryland is it's a tracked vehicle, so you can't put tags on it, so you'd be restricted to off-road. But you can get a tank. Yes. Um, Jacques Littlefield had an entire uh, one, two, three, four, uh, count it five, um, nice structures full of tanks. Yeah. I toured it once. <laughs> It, 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 but the thing is, is that... And that was in California. <laughs> right. But the thing is, is that they're just telling us something that's thoroughly, totally, and utterly disconnected from reality. True. Meanwhile, and we have a contrary example as well, which yeah, you were blogged about. Yeah. Uh, Shooting Life Saves Backs with the title of that, uh, mm -hmm. that blog post. And it's simple. A woman who was legally carrying a handgun... Mm -hmm. uh, saved lives by returning fire at a shooter who was uh, who opened up on a graduation party. Mm -hmm. Okay, she killed him before he killed anyone. Yep. So you, you know, and uh, oh, way, and she, he had an extensive criminal record and should not have been able to own a gun at all. Funny yeah. how often that happens. Yeah, isn't one of it? The things, well, one it's of interesting that criminals don't seem to obey the law. Isn't it? And one of the things, if you if you cover crime, and, and folks who follow my blog know that I, I frequently feature <laughs> crime stories on the blog, and I actually read a lot more. I mean, I sit around, there's a, a, a YouTube channel called Police Activity, 
uh, mm -hmm. that frequently features what are called officer-involved shootings. And, you know, when, when I see one of these shootings go down, I'll immediately go and Google the suspect's name and find out. And it's so often, over and over again, felon in possession of a firearm, which yep. a federal crime, Okay, you can do federal time for being a felon in possession of a firearm. And yet, over and over again, we see these people arrested, uh, you know, and, and, you know, including guys who, who kill cops. Okay, mm -hmm. who are the, I, I mean, I'm sorry, they ought to just be lined up in a, a firing squad. It's like, you know, uh, the most peremptory appeal, okay, uh, to fast track the appeals in such case would be my preference because the sons of bitches need to, you put down a cop killer like you put down a mad dog. It just can't be tolerated. Okay. Uh, to attack the police, it's just wrong. Uh, you know, it, it strikes at the very heart of civil society mm -hmm. and um, you know, and the, but you know, uh, but yet, this happens and this, you know, felon in possession of a firearm, uh, you know, you want to talk about um, getting tough, you know, uh, you know, they, we need new regulations. You're not enforcing the laws we have. Why should mm -hmm. we allow you to impose regulations which will only uh, impede the lives of, of people legally doing business? Right? Well, actually, I'll tell you why. As much as you, 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 you want to respect law enforcement, part of uh, the reason that is starting to uh, become apparent is uh, mm -hmm. there's a reasonable point of view now that the reason for this gun control is so you can't shoot back at law enforcement. Uh, and uh, I, I, am, I don't subscribe to that, but there are people now who are, you know, becoming suspicious particularly federal law enforcement mm -hmm. or state law enforcement in certain states and you know that's not good for our social health no. you know that's not good for society you and know it's, we 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 need good competent people doing that i mean there's the there's the the the, the thing by uh, orwell about the reason we sleep well uh peacefully is because they're rough men standing watch while we sleep and uh and speaking of those guys you've got a, a post up about uh, how to spend memorial day weekend uh learning more <laughs> about them stacy uh yes i i have uh got a post with the title what you should do this weekend a very simple plan download the fox nation app watch america's top ranger Three hour, three hour long episodes, and keep an eye out for Team Forty One. Uh, I illustrate this with a, a a picture, a screen capture of my son, Staff Sergeant McCain, who is a <laughs> member of Team Forty One, as you know, in the, uh, the mm -hmm. America in the uh, Best Ranger competition. They placed fourteenth uh, place, but they made it through all three days, and. <laughs> So I put this picture up there and I'm so proud of my son and everything and wanted to try to you know, encourage people to watch this excellent patriotic uh, entertainment. And the first thing I started to notice in the comments were people were commenting on his beret. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, over his eye, which is yeah. sort of annoying. Yeah, that's the ex- that's the extreme drip, as they call it. Uh, 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 the wearing of the beret there. That's that is the 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 full on. And I I, went I was back never and watched... so I was never so happy about uniform choices as when uh, that the beret happened after I got out. <laughs> ditto, mm-hmm. ditto. The the patrol cap and the and the baseball cap were far superior. Mm-hmm. To the beret. Well, in the, you ought to see... And the garrison in, camp, for that matter. Oh, yes. And by the way, they had the battalion... Um, uh, they had the battalion ball <laughs> uh, this year, and they got the pictures uh, posted on uh, on Facebook. And, and, and you, man, you ought to see him in that full-dress uniform. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he just... He just Totally, he must swag. look very handsome. Oh my God, it's it's just it's just really inspiring. By the way, my son is mad at me because uh, uh, our, our dog nipped at my granddaughter who was <gasps> bouncing a balloon around it, and I had just and, and ginger. It, the, the, yes, it, 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 I don't know what caused it or what happened, but it was like a panic. And, and uh, you, you talk about somebody ready to ready and willing to kill a dog. Uh, mm-hmm. My son was very mad because um, she she nipped her in in the face, and they, but it, it didn't even break the skin. So uh, so so we're uh, uh, but it scared uh, poor little Eliza to death, and and she, she's three years old, by the way, and she's just yeah. adorable. Yes, yeah. very, I know. Very cute. But, but meanwhile, we have these warriors who are engaged in their developing their skill, their level of excellence and what they uh, do to protect us. And then we have the bozos who are in charge of leading them. Uh, uh, the, naming com- chief. the naming commission set up by Congress to uh. propose new names for military bases that were named for Confederate generals has recommended that eight bases be renamed. I served at a couple of them. Uh, if the recommendations are accepted, Fort Gordon will become Fort Eisenhower, and Fort Bragg will become Fort Liberty. I'm sorry. Uh, this is just, I, I still dislike this. If When you erase these names, you erase history. People, if you don't have, if, if it doesn't make you say, hey, you know, I wonder who this person was. Okay, it doesn't matter that it may be a history that you don't like. Uh, There's a lot of history I don't like. There's a lot of ugly history. That doesn't matter. History matters because the more you learn, the more uh, depth you have, the more understanding you have. Erasing this is just erasing history, and it's a terrible mistake. uh, On the other hand, I don't really particularly have a problem with Eisenhower getting a military facility named after no and, and fort that. gordon and given that fort gordon's right next to, has the best on-base golf course of any of the military installation is right <laughs> next to the uh, augusta <laughs> national course that is associated with ike works surely that was not a factor <laughs> <laughs> well, surely well, on, the, on the on the other hand one of the persons who was on the list of potential honorees uh of under consideration to have a name uh, after today's was Alvin York. I'm and still trying to do the uh, the York drill, the Sergeant York drill. 
Yeah, but York won the Medal of Honor in the First uh -huh. World War. Yes, he did, did his stateside training and service at Camp Gordon. Mm -hmm. It was yes, now Fort Gordon. So, I mean, he would have been an obvious choice for mm -hmm. renaming that base, but he was a member of the 82nd Division. And the 82nd Airborne Division wasn't airborne during the First World War, but the 82nd no. Division would probably think it was reasonable uh, for there to be have a base named after one of their Medal of Honor winners. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, where does... And Fort Liberty is the only one of the, the, the bases not named for a human being. Um, I have a and, problem with that. <laughs> well, and, you know, four of the bases are being named for other Medal of Honor winners, mm -hmm. which, okay, I, if you're going to rename bases, that's a good list. They could have gone with a fifth as far as I'm concerned. But uh, York's connections to those two bases apparently was not sufficient for him to make the cut. That's... Either that or they blackballed him because he's a Southerner. It's a distinct possibility. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's, 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 that's where we are. Uh, it not, you know, not only are stupid people dangerous, but crazy people are too, Stacey. Mm. Oh, I'm looking. I, I had ignored the base. Uh, renaming commission well, because it only yeah. makes me well, sad. Well, let's go. Let's go to Chicago and and, and have some massacres. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Chicago massacre suspect had a felony record and told cops, "quote unquote," he had to do it. Uh, I I featured the mugshots of the uh, two suspects arrested. Jalen Sanders, 21, and his alleged accomplice, Cameron Abram, 20. Sanders is charged in the murder of two people in last week's shooting near a McDonald's on Chicago's north side that also left seven other people injured. Okay, so that's, that's nine people shot who, who were doing, uh, well... Uh, some of them may not have been entirely innocent because there was a fight outside this McDonald's, which sits opposite of a uh, uh, of a train station, a uh, mm -hmm. uh, like L. An L L train station. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I was going to say subway, but it's an L train in Chicago. Anyways, and there had been all kinds of problems. Now, let me ask you, folks. How many times have you been to McDonald's? I know I must have been thousands of times. Never once have I gotten into a fight at McDonald's and shot somebody. I, I've never even been in a fight at a McDonald's. And yet, at this McDonald's in Chicago, they have all kinds of trouble. I wonder why. Mystery. Mystery. Mm -hmm. It's the magic dirt. And the tragic dirt. You know yes. what I'm saying? It's just location, 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 I guess. Mm -hmm. On the north side of Chicago. Uh, while being interviewed by police, Sanders admitted the crime and said, quote unquote, he had to do it. Uh, he fired 21 shots in public. And, and by the way, he was using a pistol, a, a semi-automatic pistol, which had been altered with, with what's called a switch. They just call it a switch to make it fire automatically. Uh, and, and according to him, uh, you can get one of these on the street for 20 or $25. Uh, 
Mm. Now, I wonder why this device, which can uh, transform a semi-auto pistol into an automatic weapon, I wonder why it's so cheap on the streets. Could it be, and I'm just throwing it out there, that it's manufactured overseas and smuggled in from Mexico? Nope. It's uh, no, it's if you can not. modify the sear on any of those handguns in about mm-hmm. uh, a minute and a half of the file. Mm-hmm. You sure can. Well, anyways, I I, I was not. But aware there's of a this. law against that. Well, yeah, that's illegal. Criminals John. they follow laws. Well, <laughs> Have you yes, heard uh, of Ruby when, Ridge? When when you do that, you're manufacturing a, a machine gun, and uh, you have to have a. a the manufacturer's license with that endorsement on it, they're $3,000 a year. The background mm. check is really interesting if you're not a corporation. And mm. um, then you have you can't put them in the registry, so you can only sell them to police forces in the military. Somehow mm. this fellow does not strike me as a member of law enforcement or the military. No. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Jalen Sanders uh, told the cops he got the Glock 9mm from a cousin who purchased it in Indiana. Uh, and, and we're going to find out, of course, whether he was actually telling the truth about that. I'm sure his cousin going to be like, I don't know what he's talking about. Dubious. No, actually, uh, that that would be a traceable transaction. Okay, and well, well, well I'm sure it uh, will be traced. And if uh, anything illegal happened in the purchase of that firearm, but um, well, now if he was not the end user, then it was a straw purchase, and I think the that is illegal. That, yes, I think the minimum. But criminals that, laws, yeah, you know, yes. it, <laughs> well, it, it's a felon, it's a federal felony, and it would be a felony in Indiana as well. Where's well, the ATF when you need them? Yeah, yeah, right. They're they're, they're storming religious compounds in Texas, I believe. Uh, They're in your yard shooting your dog. Ah. Your corgi, which makes it ludicrous. Which one? The the sniper that shot his wife. Lon Horiuchi, that son of a bitch. Yes, Lon Horiuchi. He was yeah. allowed to retire with his pension. Allowed, just following orders, mine Heron. He shot yeah. his wife? Why? He shot Randy Jeter's wife. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is the story Randy, of Randy, Randy Reed. Randy Reed died. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, a, uh, the Jalen Sanders, to return to the streets of Chicago, uh, had a felony gun case pending at the time of the mass shooting. Oh, uh, he had been charged with unlawful use of a weapon, a felony. Um, and uh, when he had been found with, believe it or not, a loaded nine millimeter, and because he's got a felony record despite his youth, uh, that was illegal. And so anyways... Uh, he was arrested in November 2020, uh, but didn't show up for court. So a warrant was issued. That warrant had been out for more than six months at the time that he committed this mass shooting, which, by the way, you're not going to see hear them talk about on CNN. Uh, they're, they're not talking about this on MSNBC, this oh. mass shooting in Chicago, because, of course, um, Jalen Sanders is probably not a Trump voter. 
But this doesn't look like the wife of Francis to me. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, folks, and uh, uh, I hear the boogie woogie piano in the background, which tells me we're nearing the end of the this week's episode of the other podcast. Uh, my good friend Wombat, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here again. Good to hear and, you. <laughs> and, good to be uh, here. Diana, we'll talk to you again next Saturday. Yeah, we'll see you then, folks. Good night, Diana. Seven o'clock next Saturday. Goodbye. Good night. Thank you.